just like that time when it got weird between Mulder and Scully. You can't quit now, Scully. I can, Mulder. This is Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. That's right, it's Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. I'm excited, everyone's excited. Luke's pumped, aren't you, mate? I'm very pumped, but... Do you need to state every day your level of enthusiasm? Is that a requirement of the Mate, show? if I didn't tell the listeners how excited I was, mm. they wouldn't be getting excited listening to this That's in their true. Teslas, all right? I want to give these guys <laughs> They should be already Tesla excited. Drive. They're driving a Tesla. <laughs> Sorry, actually, the Tesla's driving them because they're in the future. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about my juice emergency and... Uh, a time traveller has come to Earth. Well, from Earth, but and al- from the future. And also, Barnaby Joyce, he's done it again. He's yep. somehow managed to ruin it for the rest of us. Come on, Barnaby. Not dog. particularly me, but he's ruined it for some other members in society. <laughs> Coming up next, Luke and Lewis. Lewis, uh, you might have heard the news uh, today. It came out that uh, our Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull has come out and made a very, I think, a swift decision on his part mm-hmm. to uh, ban all sexual relationships between ministers and staffers oh. in, in Parliament after, of course, well, after, of course, Barnaby. Barnaby oh. Joyce has been in the news lately. Come on, Malcolm, just because you can't get any in the office, <laughs> you have to ruin it for everyone else. I know. <laughs> well, here's the thing. But, but what Barnaby did, obviously, was uh, he, he did a bad thing. And yeah. thing is, in his circumstances, though... Well, I don't know. Look, he shouldn't have cheated on... Yeah. Like, what, I, what I think, the problem is not you know, having relations with people that you work with, as long as everyone's on board. Mm. The problem is you shouldn't cheat on your wife. Maybe you should just make that illegal. Yeah. A lot of people go to jail. <laughs> yeah. But also, well, yeah, we were discussing in here, we think, okay, a bit harsh, Malcolm, because there might be Bloody already... kill Turnbull over here, walking out <laughs> being like, all right, guys, no fun. What are you going to do? Ban Beyblades next? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> No, he wasn't the principal at my primary school uh, who did do that. But no, like there could be people who are already in existing relationships like in Parliament who are now in a bit of a pickle because they could get fired. Yeah, well, there's hundreds and hundreds of having a relationship in their personal time in politics, and uh, you know, there's 150 politicians, and all of those politicians have employees. It could be like a thousand people there. Surely some of them are dating, and now they're either just gonna have to break up or keep it a secret. Yeah, the office Christmas party's not gonna be a riot anymore. Exactly. (laughs) Have a couple of juices and go home. And besides, Malcolm, what else are you gonna do in Canberra? There's nothing to do in that place. We've been there. We've yeah. been to Canberra together. There was nothing to do. No. And of course, we weren't going to do each other, each other so we were very <laughs> bored. We stayed in, uh, in Queanbeyan. We went to the service station That's actually not in Canberra. Times. That's in the ACT. It's just outside of Canberra. That's the thing. We looked for something to do in Canberra, then left. Yeah. We were standing. We were staying around there. We could have stayed in the city, but we decided, no, let's go back to Queanbeyan, yeah. and then we made three trips to the service station. Yeah. That's how little there is to do. So really, Malcolm's just not only killing Canberra's tourism now; he's killing, <laughs> he's their, killing their own, the locals' fun as well. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to move yeah. the entire the capital from Canberra to a fun city. Yeah. Actually, no, I, I, there is one thing that you can do in Canberra. I've just remembered. Right. You, you could do Barnaby Joyce. Well, not anymore. <laughs> Luke, I've been scammed by the juice store downstairs again. This <laughs> <laughs> happened about a month ago. So we have, you have an ongoing just feud with every local business in the area currently. Hey, Grilled ABN, across the road. <laughs> yeah. Grilled. They keep pretending that they're open. The juice store downstairs keeps ripping me off and tricking me into paying $9 for juice. Well, 
I don't know why you keep going back in there. The sushi guy doesn't give me the sushi that I want, even though I order the wrong thing. It's it's everyone else's How fault. How about you stop supporting local business and shop at a franchise, you good citizen? <laughs> How about you support your mates, all right, and go to war with these businesses with me, okay? <laughs> I'm not going. I've said this the last time we talked about this juice store on the show. I'm not going in there. Because yeah. I don't want to be talked into buying $9 juice. Yeah, so this juice store below the radio station, it's one of these, it's like you would only ever see it in Melbourne. It's the only thing in the store is like a small fridge with a selection of probably, at best, about 13 different juices. And they're on a main road, and I still cannot fathom how they pay the rent. Yeah, because it's Just, a nice area. And they're about 20 metres away from the local supermarket, which has a wider juice selection for about a third of the price. And you can get two litres of it instead of, like, 300 mils. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, it turns out one of uh, a listener of the show works at that specific juice store and she's seen me walk past it a few times. So she messaged me on Snapchat and she said, oh, do you work around this area? Can you please come in and, and say hi? And I was like, yeah, okay, I might get some free juice out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and meet her. Uh, and then I asked Great. her... So you were like, yeah, I'll pretend to be nice. Give yeah. me some juice, though. <laughs> oh, I'll actually be nice, but, you know, I want a little bit of juice. <laughs> you want tip compensation. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you, but if you've got juice in your pocket, yeah. you know, let's, I'm, I'm down for a convo. <laughs> Definitely hit us up if you've got juice favours to give. Um, so, <laughs> Otherwise, I don't want to speak to you. <laughs> So I was, I was like, you know, I, you know, I walk past it every day. I'll go and say hi to her. Um, it might be a cool thing to do. So uh, I asked her when she's working next, and she's like, Thursday. Now, today's Thursday. I'm like, sweet, before the show, I'm going to go in and meet the juice chick. So I go into the juice store. There's this young girl working there. She had blonde hair, like the girl who's been working there the past few days. So I walk up to her, and she doesn't do anything weird or which is great i'm like cool she's just a normal person and i start talking to her seems like she doesn't really know me i can't work out if she's trying to play it cool or or what's going on and then we somehow we just got onto the conversation about juice probably all of the juice <laughs> yeah, at the store probably because that's the only thing in the store <laughs> i think that could have something to do with it anyway so, I, so she starts to tell me what's good and i and i'm thinking oh here's my free juice because she brought it up yeah. right she's going to give me a free juice so i pick one up and then she goes, oh, that'll be nine fifty, And that's when I realized the girl that I was talking to meant she was working next Thursday, <laughs> and I'm talking to a stranger who's just trying to sell me juice. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're yeah. just talking to someone who's, yeah, got the rarest juice in the world, apparently. And now, I've been in this store for about a minute and a half talking about juice. I'm like, I can't walk out now. Way too rude. I've just wasted her time. Yeah, someone was behind you've me come waiting in to be pretending juice served. You've waiting. Wait, there's someone else in the store. For some reason. I've never seen anyone else in there. You're I the know. only person I know who's actually gone in there. Well, maybe I don't know anyone else has the balls to go in and be con to paying that much money for oh, Maybe they were a fan. They were going to buy me juice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, I, I felt rude, so I'm like, I'll just buy whatever. Yeah. And I pick something off the shelf, and she goes, oh, no, that's a sample juice. And I did notice the lid was open, and there was less juice in there. What? And I was like, oh. Ew. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, but we still sell them. And What do you mean a sample juice? Like it's the juice that someone else has had. What, and you just go and take a swig and put it back? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't see any cups around. They should pay you $9.50 to have to sample their juice. Well, here's the thing. I'm like, she goes, oh, you know, we'll still sell it to you. I'm like, oh, I was just confused. And she goes, oh, it's only $7. 
Only $7? That's expensive for normal juice, but someone's had a sip. Wait, you can buy this the pre-sipped juice? Yep. $7. What a bargain. But I was like, no thanks. I'll pay $9.50 for coconut water instead. And I left. Don't go in there next Thursday. <laughs> I will. I'm going to spend $30. <laughs> Luca Lewis. So, Lewis, we need to talk. What about? Well, of course we do. We're on radio. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about... You've been accidentally rude to people in the office, and it's becoming a recurring theme. Yeah. Look, this is... Look, okay. Before we get into this, I already know what you're going to bring up, and I want the listeners to know, not on purpose. Okay? But it doesn't fact, seem that in way. Fact, trying to be nice. Well, you're going about it the trying wrong way. Trying to, to make some positive relationships throughout the office with the other employees... Not doing a good no, job at it. Backfiring completely. Mm. Actually making enemies around the office <laughs> very quickly. So what happened was it was sweltering hot in here uh, a couple of weeks ago. This is the first yeah. time I noticed it. Yeah. And uh, you know, the aircon in the studio wasn't really kind of working. So Lewis called up Gino, who's the tech guy at the building, and he was like, hey, uh, the aircon's not really working down here. And Gino's like, yep, no worries. And then he goes, so, um, yeah, so is it, I, I guess we need it fixed. And then Gino's like, yep. Cool. And then you were kind of waiting for him to say how to I, fix it. I was it. waiting for him to say, oh, I'll come down and fix it. Because I thought, I thought that this was the guy yeah. that was doing the aircon. And then you said, oh. And then he, he didn't offer to come down and fix it for you. And then you went, oh, is that not your job? <laughs> <laughs> Hearing that out of your mouth is incredibly rude. Yeah, and he went, what? Uh, like, well, well, you know what? He's the tech guy. It's actually not his job. Well, that's what I was trying to say. What? Look, what I was... What I was trying to say was, I, I realized that I had called the wrong person. And what I was trying to say was, oh, have I called the wrong person? Do you know who is in charge of the air conditioning? But instead, that what, way better. instead what came out was fix it or else. Yeah. He, he, even, and you know what? It worked. He came down and fixed he it. He came down immediately. <laughs> and then you hadn't even realized what you'd done until Mike and I brought up to you like, hey, man, that was pretty rude. You should probably apologize to Gino. And yeah. he like kind of... He like, came oh, down he a little kind of, bit angry. Yeah, he expected an apology. <laughs> he came yeah, down. and then it, but as soon as I explained it, he was like, "Oh, he's not. A, he's not mean. Yeah. He's an idiot." Yes. Oh, silly boy. Yeah. Which just, happens a lot of the time. Yeah. Whenever I'm accidentally mean to someone, people will get offended for a millisecond, and then they just feel bad and then for realize you. that I'm stupid. Yeah, they just <laughs> that's like a sympathy. Like, oh, he needs he needs this. But <laughs> you know what? Now today we've got air conditioning working. Right. So you're well, welcome. Last night it happened again. Right. This so, is much worse. We were in the kitchen and uh, we'd used a plate <laughs> to film a video, and the plate again was... before we begin trying to be nice. Trying to have some banter with people that I don't now, know. you'd think, ladies and gentlemen, Lewis had learnt from the first time. What did he do? He goes the he goes to put the plate in the thing. The cleaning lady came up. The cleaner at the building, she came up. And she goes, oh, don't worry. I'll clean it. And you go, no, no, no. I'll, you're like, no, it's like we made the plate dirty. She took the plate off Mike, who was cleaning yeah. it. And then we were like, no, no, no. We made the mess. Don't worry. We'll clean it. And she goes, no, no, no. It's fine. And then Lewis goes, oh, I was about to say, that's not your job. But it is your job. <laughs> you did the same thing again. Well, look, okay. And she looked at you like, are you serious, mate? And like, we were leaving. She was like working late. It was like 10 p.m. Yep. She's, she doesn't want to be here. And you're going, yeah, clean my I plate. I essentially it's said, your job. uh-huh, you're a cleaner. Rude. You pretty much just yelled at her to scrub your dish. Well, look, what I wanted to say, I wanted to say that's not your job. 
But then my which brain you did was, say, you yeah. did say, and then you because it's not her responsibility to clean up. Your brain our kept mess. ticking, and then you my went, brain was like, "Oh, but cleaning is her job. You should say <laughs> no, that to her. Her job is to clean the building, not to clean up your mess." Well, you know what, mate? I'm just. I give it up. It also happens to me that often you leave your mess in the building, so perhaps it does Mate, for one. <laughs> I give up, all right? I've 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 tried doing I've tried coming into this new workspace, I've tried being mates with people, I just keep offending people. I'm he just not gonna talk to Literally anymore. walks in with a leather jacket on every day, just throwing out this insults is the first through the time office. I've worn this, okay? <laughs> and it's because of my new attitude, I wear a leather jacket yeah. and I don't talk to anyone. Yeah. There's no more speaking. Isn't that your job though? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been a bit of insider trading going on at Cadbury. Do right. tell. Yes, I will. Always but, interested in a Cadbury scoop. Uh-huh. And I've, I've got... Or a scoop of Cadbury. I've got scoops. Because I like chocolate. I've got scoops of scoops. Scoops of... My scoops are full. <laughs> uh, Ca- <laughs> Cadbury uh, have released... Recently released a new... Uh, well, they re-released a flavour of chocolate that hasn't been out since 1994. Brilliant year, the year of my birth. Also the year of the birth of the caramel flavour uh, chocolate. Now, initially... So you when- just missed out. I know, I know. I was, I was, you know, I wasn't on solids yet. I couldn't have any at all. <laughs> um, so they released this new caramel flavor, which is like white chocolate mixed with caramel. Apparently, it's insane. But everyone's been trying to get it to the point where it sold out everywhere, and then people started selling it on eBay. The demand was so high for a hundred and fifty dollars. That's how nuts people were going over this over the chocolate. It was news everywhere for a chocolate bar. Yeah, as in like, like a, a block, block? Of, a block of chocolate, hundred and fifty bucks. Whereas, as opposed to at the supermarket, like three dollars. No, oh, three dollars. Yeah. So what? But what's happened now is <laughs> to make it even worse. Cadbury, after everyone has, has lost their minds over these blocks of chocolate and have put it on eBay and they're spending hundreds of dollars on it, mm. Cadbury have just re- <laughs> announced a recall because it was made incorrectly and it might have bits of plastic in it. So people have been paying hundred fifty dollars for chocolate that they might choke and die on. And I think. Luke, that maybe this uh, plastic recall is a bit of a ruse, mm. a bit of insider trading by someone at Cadbury. Ah, you They're think someone's pulled the it off the line? More rare. Yep. Yeah. Because they didn't recall all of them. They were just recalled some that were made in a specific oh, date range. They've seen Bitcoin go up in value. They That's did the right. same to Caramilk. Uh-huh. And they, wa- yeah, they, want a, they want a slice of it, obviously. Absolutely. They want a scoop of it. Cadbury, you are not Bitcoin. <laughs> Stop trying. Exactly. Well, no, it's not Cabri. It's someone obviously in Cabri who's yeah. done this. Yes. Yeah, have, have you checked knowledge. eBay yet for a thousand dollar box of caramel? No, I, no, I haven't. But I, I think I, I don't know. Maybe I should. Wouldn't surprise me if maybe, you looked it up. Maybe it could be the new currency, caramel currency. But I don't think, <laughs> I don't think anyone's taking this recall seriously either. Dude, no one takes recalls seriously. Okay, my car. <laughs> This is bad, actually. My car has got recalled twice. I took it back the first time. Yeah. So, like, my airbag got recalled. Yeah. Yeah, I I took it back. I heard about this. Yeah. And then about six months later, they were like, oh, so, you know, we put a new airbag in. We accidentally put the same one that got recalled back (laughs) in. How does that even happen? It's like they took it out and then put it on the floor, went to coffee, and then (laughs) took it back and put the same one in. But, yeah, they recalled them Australia white again. And the second time. So, you got back to get it. Nah. Couldn't be bothered. It's an airbag. Well, I didn't have any pro- I've never crashed. Mate, I wouldn't take a chockey back, but an airbag, huh? you can crash and die. Y- well, yeah, I figure like if I crash, I'll probably die. <laughs> so <it's> like- <laughs> 
Well, good luck, mate. You should just smash a few. No, nah, but cars. no, but seriously though, if you go to carry milk, though, take it seriously. Just take it back. But if you're driving around a Subaru, yeah, go for it. Look at Lewis. It's Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. Just amplifying the now. Amplifying there. the recorder, man. I Why think, do you have a recorder? Well, I've brought it in today. I think that the Is it show and tell. Yeah, no, no, no. It's actually it's actually play and impress. <laughs> You've played it. No yeah. one's impressed. Hey, <laughs> right. I think that the recorder. I bought this recently for ten bucks. Bargain. Why? Okay. Well, it's just one Bar-jane. of the most one of the most artful instruments in the world. I mean, there's a reason why they get everyone to play these when they're young is to teach everyone culture. And I think that our show needs a little bit more culture, wouldn't you agree? So you've <laughs> Sometimes you forget that our show is broadcasted around the country. Sometimes you forget how talented I am. <laughs> And I think that this is a great addition to the show. In fact, I can prove it. I actually have here with me the uh, the pamphlet. <laughs> so if you quite literally bought this in, because you're like, hey, don't worry, man, I've got the next break sorted. <laughs> and I was like, great, don't have to think about it. Yeah. And then Mike goes, Mike's on, you pull out a yellow recorder, and this is what you have planned. Yeah. And? So you're just going to tell me about the recorder? Yes. Okay, go, and tell I'm, me. I'm, okay, so this, I can't is, wait. this is the pamphlet that was provided to me upon purchasing yeah. this, and it explains... I was, so normally, I bought this as a joke, Luke, but this explains why the recorder is such a good instrument, okay? Mm. Our recorder would like to thank you for selecting it. This recorder is sentient. <laughs> is it what? It's sentient. It has a, it's, it's got its own brain. And if you had a brain, you would know what sentient means. No, I know it. Oh, burn. Okay. <laughs> okay. It goes on to say, we are sure that your choice <laughs> will be richly rewarded by years of expressive musical performance. I'm going to get years of expressive musical performance mm-hmm. out of this thing. And you're welcome, listeners, because we're going to have this show for years thanks to this, the addition of my recorder skills. Okay? So you want this recorder to be a regular part in the show. So whenever you do a sick burn, <laughs> yeah, you can I'm just... Gonna, I'm going I'm to tune out a sick have burn a toot. tune. That's the sick burn tune, okay? <laughs> and it goes on to say, <laughs> remember that... Any musical instrument, no matter how durable or well-designed, requires a certain amount of care and respect. So you, Luke Kidgel, yeah. must respect this or it'll break. It's already broken. The end is off. What did you do with the end? You didn't <laughs> respect it. I've lost the end. but <laughs> So you have no respect or care for your instrument. Right. Do you, did you have made, a purpose? Did you come in with a, a song prepared? on me, so... Did you come in with a song prepared? Uh, no, I just thought I would improvise, really. (laughs) There you go, mate. That's that's laughter musicalized on the recorder. You're welcome. So what, why did you want to, why do you want to tell me this? Uh, Because I just want you to be really impressed with me. What do you think? (sighs) Go to a song, (laughs) Pretty good burn. Oh, we don't need to go to a song. We've got me. Go to a Lewis. 
Lewis, um, we've been talking a lot lately that Cole's radio, our arch nemesis radio station, mm-hmm. Cole's radio, beat us in the digital rating. Once a friend, then they stabbed us in the back yes. by creating their own radio station, somehow beating us, even though they are only played in supermarkets. Yeah, the survey. Actual radio this show. is true. The survey results came back at the end of last year, and I looked at it, and it turns out we're being absolutely demolished by Coles Radio Triple. and the ratings. Triple. Yeah, they're tripling it's us. Not even, it's not even close. No. So we've been trying to work out ways to either sabotage them out, like we've all week we've been like, how do we sabotage mm-hmm. Coles? How do we infiltrate them? And I've had a bit of a rethink overnight, yep. and I'm thinking now we're going about this the wrong way. Right. I saw that Woolworths have just recently partnered with Pandora for Ooh. their in-store radio, right? Okay, Which means so I was like, oh, so supermarkets supermarket. are w- want a radio station. They need their own radio station. I'm like, they don't Woolies just... didn't make their own. They've partnered with another station. Exactly. So, I like where you're going with this. Maybe, well, I, what supermarkets I are left? I was thinking, Eldie. I went into Eldie mm. recently. Not a lot of tunes going on in there. That's Could true. be a little bit more modern, a little bit more digital. Well, that actually would be quite a good fit, because I like to think of us as the Aldi of radio. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's I think... so true. <laughs> You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of options out there, but if <laughs> they you don't want, have a budget, we us. don't have a budget. There's so many money going around. You know, <laughs> I, I I do think the only thing they're lacking is a little bit of modern digitalness. Yeah, and that's where we come in. So I think we need to work on a pitch to LD. I think tomorrow we try and get hold of their PR team. Yep, we give them a call. Let's kind of just work we'll on get a pitch them to send us a hundred boxes of Aldis. <laughs> Or no. No, that didn't no. work last time, did it? No, With no. Savoy's. Mm. I think we just get them to try and give Triple M Modern Digital some the more more exposure. Yeah. Because we're directly competing with Coles Radio in the digital market, in the digital radio market. So I think instead of just making our show better and trying harder, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's partner with a supermarket. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> because that's harder. clearly how you get listeners. Yeah. I read that Woolworths reckon now that they've partnered with Pandora, mm. an extra 17 million listeners on Pandora. Right. Which I don't I know mean, how, I mean, I didn't realize that's a lot of Australians shopping it. That means what? some people are going into Woolworths twice a day. Yeah. Well, I think I think um, that stat doesn't make sense. Well, I think just about every human needs to eat food, and they usually get it from supermarkets. So I think it makes a lot of sense. It says the supermarket says the station will reach seventeen million customers a week. That's insane. That's okay. just a lie. Well, Aldi would at least have nine million, maybe, or at least two mm, people. At least nine. At least the employees that work at Aldi. Yeah, and that'd be like tripling our rate. And if we can get those numbers alone, <laughs> yeah, huge boost. We'll be coming at Coles <laughs> real hard. I mean, they might even hear of us. <laughs> <laughs> Luke and Lewis. The Winter Olympics are on at the moment, and I've noticed something quite peculiar about the Winter Olympics. I don't think that the name Winter Olympics is entirely accurate because, I mean, a lot of these sports, it's not necessarily winter that makes them possible. It's actually snow. <laughs> well, right? if winter makes snow possible. Yeah, but... Every single event is on snow or on ice. We have winter here, but we don't have snow. That's why we lose every single event in the Winter Olympics. It's not the Winter Olympics. It's the Snow Olympics. Everyone has Or winter. the Ice Olympics. Or the, it's the Snow and Ice Olympics. It's the Snow or Frozen Snow Olympics. <laughs> well, I bet a scientist could probably technically say that snow is ice. But, yes. you know, I think it's the Snow Olympics. And I was thinking that, you know, the Summer Olympics... I mean, you don't. It doesn't have to be summer for you to run. 
either. No, you can run in both winter or summer. It's yeah. an all-year-round sport. Wouldn't recommend running on ice, though. No, very dangerous. I think Usain Bolt wouldn't have any knees left. No. <laughs> but what I was thinking is I think that the Winter Olympics should be changed to the Snow Olympics, and then that opens up a whole new realm of possibilities. So you think they should have an Olympics for every climate? Well, not every climate. I don't know, I don't know what you would do in the Spring Olympics, just walk around sniffing flowers, and whoever's got the biggest sniff <laughs> wins. sneezing all the time from hay fever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think we should just have... Uh, the regular Olympics, which is like running and jumping or whatever, mm. and then we have the winter, the, the sorry, the snow Olympics, which is all the snowboarding and the ice skating, yep. and then we add in another event yeah. called the Desert Olympics. Right. Yeah, and I think this is how that would sound. Welcome to the Desert Olympics. First, we cross to our roving reporter at the finish line of the Sandstorm Sprint. What's happening down there? Yeah, I don't know, boys. I can't really see. There's a giant sandstorm in the arena. I, I really think this is probably a bad idea. Alrighty, okay. All the competitors are lost. <laughs> Alright, well, let's cross to the cactus catch. Go long! I got it! I got it! I, oh, 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 I got it! Yep, that oh, is a clean catch. Oh, this sucks! Anyway, would you look at that in the distance? Is that a white guy winning the marathon? Uh, I don't see anything, mate. I think, I think that might be a mirage. Oh, yeah, it is. Yep, he's standing next to a unicorn. Never mind. Alrighty, and now we're off to the cake eating contest. Cake? No, mate. No, no, no. This is the Desert Olympics, not the Desert Olympics. Oh, sorry. This happens every four years. Look at Lewis on Triple M Mono Digital for the last time today. That's the end of the show. That's the end of Stop the show. like threatening a quit like at this. I'm just saying it could be coming. I might be hinting at something. Could be quitting. Could could be never returning. But probably not. I'm going to be back tomorrow. I reckon. Feeling good because yeah. otherwise, you know, where else am I going to practice the radio, the recorder on on radio? <laughs> Definitely, no one else would pay you to do this. Uh, not sure why. I'm playing along. Hey, turn on the music. Yeah, turn on the music, man. Right? It's just one note. Really, two, three, go. <laughs> no, it's not one note, isn't it? No, it's a song. They just come out and go, "Hey, guys, this is the A chord." That's not even the song. Our show Can you sucks. learn the song? Can you learn the yeah, song? Yeah, I'll learn tomorrow? the song tomorrow. I'll learn the song yeah. and I'll play the song at the end of the show. <laughs> we and then we'll get fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's the end of the show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Look at the last show. <laughs> Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. See you later. <laughs>